Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it through hour one makeshift studio. I'm out here in the uh, grilling area. I got hit with COVID on Saturday and uh, had a rough weekend. Had to take yesterday off, but the guys did a great job in uh, setting up a makeshift studio out here. I made the mistake, since it's a little breezy out here, I said to Tyler, you know what, why don't you build a fire? Everybody loves seeing a fire on, uh, on TV. Well, it was a bonfire here, and uh, there's ashes all over the place. It looks like uh, Vesuvius just went off, and uh, it's, uh, you know, when you have a hard time breathing because of COVID and then you uh, add smoke <laughs> to it, that's on me. That's on me, but uh, uh, we're here, and uh, whatever it takes to win that sports Emmy, even if I don't really have COVID, Fritzy goes, you don't sound like you have COVID. I go, no, no, I have COVID. Uh, probably still have the uh, remnants of that. We're practicing safe broadcasting here, and I've had all the shots and the boosters as well, but this is one of those, if you have it, then you know that feeling of, it taps you on the shoulder and you just feel like you got the flu. You got the weight of the world on your shoulders and you're exhausted. All you do is sleep, which is what I did Saturday until Monday afternoon. But uh, thanks to Doug Gottlieb for filling in yesterday on short notice. But uh, set it up so we could do it outside. Danettes are uh, uh, safely uh, secured inside the man cave. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. I think I'm the first of our crew. I don't think anybody else has had. Uh, Marvin, did you have uh, COVID? Yeah, COVID. Uh, was that last year or the year before in March? You know, I've been running from this for 26 months. 
and did everything you're supposed to do. And then all of a sudden you let your guard down. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh boy, you know, you get casual with it and you go, well, all right, maybe I don't wear a mask or uh, you take a plane flight. And then, then all of a sudden it'll remind you that it's still here and coming back. It feels like, again, it's like these waves that you get, but uh, took some medicine over the weekend. Um, hopefully doesn't sound too bad, but my thanks again to the backroom guys. They did a great job in setting up the uh, studio outside. If you're watching on Peacock, you get to see this. You get to see the Dan Entz in the man cave and me out in the uh, grilling area. Yes, Paul. Obviously, you could, you could tell my level of concern when you called me yesterday and you said, how do I sound? I said, you kind of have a Demi Moore thing going on, which is a, a great compliment. If you're a woman. Yeah, and you look like her. Yes, but I don't, and it, I'm not. It has a whiskey smokiness to it. It's good. Yeah. Plus, you have good pipes, which helps. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Had smoke inhalation here, though, all morning long. But um, Mike Florio is going to join us coming up. Big news. Tom Brady, when he uh, retires, is going to join Fox Sports. And he will be their lead analyst for their NFL coverage. And uh, we'll talk to Mike Florio about that. I'm really surprised. I thought you go from the possibility of being a minority owner with the Dolphins, playing for the Dolphins, to now you're going to be doing games for Fox. And, you know, congrats to Fox. It's a big poll there. Peyton took a year off because everybody thought, okay, Peyton's the guy that you want to have as your analyst. And maybe ESPN could make a run at him, Monday Night Football. And then he decided that he had, had other business interests. Plus, with his own business company, and uh, he also had a broadcast company, but then he had the you know, Manning cast. He's able to do a lot of other things. Tom, it surprised me, because I would have thought that guy is going to be busy, and he's not going to have time to do NFL games. But to be an announcer in waiting, you'll find this with players. Uh, Tiki Barber did this, Michael Strahan, that they might retire a year earlier because there is that job waiting for them. And uh, Drew Brees was a, you know, a broadcaster in waiting as well. You want to get that job, and you either put your dibs in, and then you'll play a season, and then you, know, you have an agreement in place. I was just surprised that Brady would be you know, being an analyst for NFL games. Feels like he would want to be running a team and, and all the other business entities that he has. But uh, we'll talk to Florio about that coming up. Phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. I hope my voice holds up for uh, the rest of the show because we're only an hour in. But uh, as of now, <clears throat> hopefully it sounds okay. It, your uh, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. And we spent a lot of time. We talked about Celtics over the Bucks. That series tied at two games apiece. The Warriors held off the Grizzlies without John ja Morant. And that, to me, says a lot about both these teams right now. 76ers at the Heat, Game 5 tonight. Mavericks at the Suns, Game 5. Reggie Miller will join us coming up in about an hour from now. The Joker is going to win his second straight MVP. I think that uh, the best thing for the NBA to do, in my opinion, give the award out before the playoffs start because it feels like when we have an argument, we have an argument when the playoffs start about somebody who has been bounced early or somebody who should have won who's doing some big things in the postseason. Because if that's the case, then you might look at Luka Doncic as well. 
You can talk about Joel Embiid or Giannis, but what Luka is doing, if you want to talk about, well, what is he doing on a team that doesn't have that second great player, very good player? we got Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie. Those aren't great players. Now, they played great at times, but if you want to get into a degree of difficulty, then don't forget about what Luka is doing with that Dallas Mavericks team. Yes, Paul. I, I was thinking about the MVP award. We've, we've, we've talked about how it's not necessarily best player in the league because that could go to the same person seven, eight years in a row, depending on the status of the sport. But if I asked you who the best player in the NBA is, not most important to his team or best story, is it one guy or is it three or four? I think Giannis is the best player in the game. But, it, you know, I'm, I'm factoring in offense and defense. I'm factoring in a guy who could be the defensive player of the year every year, and he's a offensive force. You know, Joe Embiid is in that conversation. Um, you know, Luka is not a defensive guy at all. Steph Curry is not a defensive guy. Uh, I like how they go, oh my God, they're taking advantage of Luka. He can't play defense. They take advantage of Steph Curry every night. Nobody said, like we pick and choose. It's just silly. Oh, Chris Paul taking it to Luka. And I said, well, did you see Luka take it to Chris Paul? Chris Paul can't guard him. But it feels like, oh, Luka can't play. Did it just dawn on people? Watch the games. No, Luke doesn't play good defense. He tries. Dallas plays pretty good defense. That's what helps. Uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, we weren't here yesterday to talk about the Kentucky Derby. It's one of those stories where you go, all right, I don't know much about what's going on, but you watch because there's always a storyline. Always. Never fails. Always a storyline. And when you had a horse scratch on Friday... And uh, all of a sudden, Ethereal's not going to run. And then you get a long shot that I think started out 99 to 1, Rich Strike. And this is how it sounded on NBC. Sandon gets the rail run, and they're into the stretch. And it's Messier, Crown Pride, and Epicenter is coming up on the outside. Epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. Sandon is coming after him. Center and Sandin. These two strive for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. They're coming down to the wire. Epicenter Sandin. Rich strike is coming up on the inside. Oh my goodness. The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rich strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. You know what's amazing? Not only Rich Strike doing that, the call by Larry Colmas, that is. That is brilliant. Brilliant. I, I was, I played it probably 10 times when I was sick over the weekend. I would play that call. I felt better listening to that because that was a professional call. It was about the horse race. It was about the horse. It was about the moment. It wasn't about anything to do with the broadcaster. It was spectacular. Plus, if, you, if, if you're a play-by-play -play person, you want to be a play-by-play -play person, you pick your spots. When to raise your voice. And he does it brilliantly. And those last three seconds, rich strike! And you're going, oh my God, he got it. Just because he's surprised. We're surprised. 
And that moment of, we just witnessed history. That's the biggest underdog. When you talk about, you know, odds-wise, second biggest. And I liken it to John Daly. John Daly played at the PGA Championship at Crooked Stick in Indiana. And he was like the eight or ninth alternate. 1991. He gets in and he wins. Changes his career. Changes golf. Complete unknown. Had a different look about him. A different approach about him. Well, John became more than just a one-hit wonder. I don't know if Rich Strike ever wins again. But Rich Strike, and I loved his owner. You know, his owner's... Look like a guy that you might see at the local diner and say, uh, hey, Tom, how's your horse doing? Eh, he's okay. Now he owns the diner. But that, to me, when you hear people capture a moment, I'm so envious of that. I'm good at studio. I'm good at radio. But to capture that, I was never good at. I love play-by-play. But I love it so much that I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to take away from somebody who I thought could do it better. And you listen, when somebody does it, Al Michaels, of course, love Al Michaels. He just captures it. It's unique. It's the voice. It's the inflection. It's the timing. And you had it with that call. Marv, play it one more time. Put a smile on my face. Sandon gets the rail run, and they're into the stretch. And it's Messier, crown pride, and epicenter is coming up on the outside. Epicenter is taking the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. Sandon is coming after him. Epicenter and Sandon, these two stride for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. They're coming down to the wire. Epicenter, Sandon, rich strike is coming up on the inside. Oh, my goodness. The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rich strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. Oh, my God. Got goosebumps. When he says rich strike, it's just that horse emerges. And it was kind of tucked inside on the rail. And then all of a sudden, and, and, and having been to the Kentucky Derby, it is so loud for two minutes. So loud. And to kind of cut through the clutter, capture the moment, and, and really put an exclamation point at the end of it. Larry did a wonderful, wonderful job. And also, he gave us a, another great moment in sports, uh, our show history. Marv, could you play that, uh, that call? My wife knows everything broke well. Lady Butata is up and on the pace. Rojo's tune is out third. The wife doesn't know. Fourth to the outside. And Alini's hope is fifth as they move for the first turn. On the far outside, Little Miss Macho is going up. After that tardy start, all the way up to battle with the leaders. On the lucky side is next. A ground-saving trip for Morningside Heights. Late for class in Miss Tallahassee. Or in the back of the field as Lady Mutata leads the way to the back stretch. On the far outside, the wife doesn't know is moving up. And is now fourth and right alongside of my wife knows everything my wife knows everything and the wife doesn't know are moving together on the fire turn and they're coming after lady mutata coming to the quarter pole lady mutata in front 
Here come my wife knows everything, and the wife doesn't know on the far outside. <laughs> Little Miss Macho is fourth there into the stretch. Lady Mutata, my wife knows everything. Center of the track, the wife doesn't know. Into the final furlong, my wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. They're one, two. Of course they are. My wife knows everything in front. To the outside, the wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. More than the wife doesn't know. This Tallahassee was third. Uh, I forgot that was Larry. Yeah. How good is that? (laughs) (laughs) Because you see the names in the field and you're thinking, all right, what are the odds that we're going to come down the stretch? My wife doesn't know. Oh, yeah, Paul. So Rich Strike, uh, parents at Gold Strike and Smart Strike, and they named their their, their kid Rich. Uh, In September 2021, the the horse ran at uh, Churchill Downs. Won a race by like 17, uh, 17 lengths and was sold. It was a claiming race for $30,000. Mm. So this $30,000 horse brought in $1.85 million. And I think that horse had been beaten by Epicenter, the previous race that they went against each other, and he lost by like 33 lengths or something crazy. That's correct, right? After Christmas, <laughs> there was a race, and uh, Rich Strike finished fifth, well behind Epicenter. Let's take a break. We'll get to phone calls. Uh, Best and worst of the weekend. We weren't here yesterday, but if you have phone calls and what you saw that you liked, you didn't like, get to those phone calls. Coming up next, we'll talk to Mike Florio about the big news with uh, Tom Brady. Also, Mike thinks it's time for the Cleveland Browns to say goodbye to Baker Mayfield. I disagree. And also the possibility of another NFL team in Dallas. A lot to get to with Mike Florio. That's up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. LifeLock is here to help you. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives and doing so every single day. You put so much information on the web and uh, that financial information can help open accounts in your name and your social security number for sale on the dark web. If your information gets exposed, you want to make sure you have somebody to help you. That's why LifeLock by Norton is ready to help protect what's yours. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated restoration specialist will help you fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect what's yours with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code Patrick. 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com, promo code Patrick for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Once again, if you're listening on radio, hopefully it sounds okay. I'm outside. Uh, I was hit with COVID on Saturday morning. Want to protect the Danettes, but uh, I'm out in the grilling area. Those watching on Peacock can uh, see the gory details there. I had the great idea to have a fire because it's a little breezy out here. And then, of course, you have problems breathing when you have COVID. That was not a smart decision on my part. And uh, we have since extinguished the fire. And uh, we are uh, ready to proceed. Every day is the Super Bowl, as I said to the Danettes. Let's see if we can pull it together. And uh, somehow we have get internet that's uh, fast, like riding a cheetah fast, reliable and more powerful than ever. Introducing supersonic Wi-Fi only from Xfinity, unbeatable internet made to uh, do anything so you can do anything. He's the best selling author of the book Playmakers. You can still pick that up. And I think Mike is uh, going to be on the road, maybe signing books, Columbus or Pittsburgh or West Virginia. Who knows? He's going to, he'll travel to your home. That's how accommodating Mike Florio is. Pro Football Talk Live co-host. Mike, let me start with the Tom Brady news. If you would have said Tom was going to be the lead guy for Fox as their football analyst, no matter when it is, I would have said no way. Uh, What was your reaction? 
Yeah, I was stunned, Dan. And first of all, I hope you're you're feeling well. And I admire the fact that you're powering through it. That's great to see. But again, get well soon and uh, and good to talk to you as always. I was stunned because it didn't seem like the kind of thing Tom Brady was ever going to do. But maybe he realized, number one, the money is really, really, really good. You can still do a lot of other things with your life when you are calling games as opposed to preparing to play in games 18 weeks of the regular season and then beyond. And I'd love to know what kind of an offer they made. I assume they made him an offer he can't refuse, and we haven't seen the number yet. The over-under for me is $29.5 million, and I won't be surprised if it's over. Really? I, I, I just think it's going to take something like that to get him to commit. He's the white whale. He and Peyton Manning are the two white whales. And Peyton Manning's kind of doing it piecemeal with ESPN, where he's kind of in it, but he's not really in it. To get Brady to go all in, I suspect they had to drop a lot of money on the table. Wow. Does, I, it's just a guess. It's just a guess. I'll bet Peyton Manning wants to know what Tom's getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought Tom would want to lean towards ownership, business, running a team. Well, and I think he can do both. I think that he will continue to amass his fortune. And this is a great platform for him to do it. I remember at one point, Steve Young was the subject of a profile in a magazine, the name of which I can't remember. But Steve Young said that he was in a hedge fund and still is, I believe, out in California. And his partners wanted him to be involved with ESPN and the NFL because it made his other interests more marketable. It gave him something to talk about. They wanted that. And I think that Brady can leverage the platform, the visibility into these various other business pursuits that he has. So he's still part of the game, even if he's not playing. And when you look at the total time commitment and what you're going to make doing it and how it can help these other things you're trying to do as he works toward having enough money to become an owner, it won't surprise me. And I don't think it takes off the table the possibility of becoming a minority owner the Miami Dolphins, what, is Fox going to say no? They're not saying no to him continuing with the Buccaneers while he's technically employed by Fox moving forward. So I, I, I take nothing off the table. I just think this expands opportunities, not limits them for Brady. Tom Brady will be the lead analyst for Fox for the 2023 season, 2024 season, or other. I'll say 24. If I had to pick one right now, that's the next Super Bowl they have after this year. They've got two of the next three. So he would debut in a Super Bowl year. It gives him one more year with the Bucks and one more year with whoever he may choose to try to play for in 2023. Look, this, and, I, and I know that, that Buccaneers fans don't want to hear it, but it's not going to stop me from saying it. The Miami stuff was real. He was going to become a minority owner of the team. They were going to pursue Sean Payton. They did pursue Sean Payton. They admitted they made the phone call. It was going to be a lot more than a phone call but for the Brian Flores lawsuit. That put the kibosh on everything. Otherwise, it's quite possible we would be talking right now about Brady and Peyton as the quarterback and coach of the Dolphins. I don't think that goes away automatically for next year. A lot of it depends on what the Dolphins do this year, what Tua does. Other factors come into play. But I think the possibility of him playing somewhere else next year is still on the table. Just because he's got this deal with Fox, it's when he retires, not next year. And I would say 24 if I had to guess right now. He's Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk Live. Make sure you pick up a copy of his great book, Playmakers. I think you're on record as saying that the Cleveland Browns should cut ties with Baker Mayfield. Let me give you my thought on that, and then you can give me your side of this, because 
if I'm looking at this, if I'm the Cleveland Browns, I have to look at the season coming up and say, all right, we, we got Deshaun Watson. We don't know when we have him. We have an insurance policy. And granted, he's expensive. But let's say Deshaun Watson misses eight games. If I have Baker Mayfield to play those games, to audition for another team, and he's healthy, maybe I can get more from him, and I can salvage this season as opposed to having a backup quarterback in there and Baker Mayfield is playing someplace else. Your turn. I think that makes a ton of sense in theory. But the problem is, as a practical matter, the damage to the relationship has become so severe. And I think last week's article from ESPN, Jake Trotter, a bunch of different things we didn't already know. And I know that it's frowned upon to guess on whose sources may be. This all goes back to Mayfield and his camp. I think this is his way of rattling the cage to get out of Cleveland. And the one thing to me that I think is unmendable, if Mayfield and or people close to him believe that they specifically set him up to fail week 17 at Pittsburgh, Monday night football, prime time to make it easier to move on from him to Deshaun Watson. That is something there's no coming back from. So Dan, your, your strategy, I like that a lot more than we're just going to squat on this guy's contract until a trade opportunity falls out of the sky. At least there is some short-term beneficial goal. We may need him, maybe for the whole season. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know what the league's going to do. Yeah, the Trevor Bauer suspension for two years, that's got to be a factor in how the league looks at what they're going to do with Deshaun Watson. Maybe he gets out for the whole year. You need Baker Mayfield. Well, they better be working hard behind the scenes to put some lips on the rear end of <laughs> Baker Mayfield to get him on board with that, because right now he's not on board with it. That's the problem. And once you make the move for Deshaun Watson, your relationship with Baker Mayfield ends. If you prolong it, you're only creating another distraction for a team that doesn't need it. Got 22 distractions with Deshaun Watson. You don't need a 23rd with Baker Mayfield. Explain to me how this topic came up of maybe another NFL team in the Dallas area. The mayor of Dallas started tweeting about it. Now, the mayor of Dallas wants a separate stadium in South Dallas where an AFC team would be located. Well, that's just stupid. The idea of trying to build another stadium when you already have one. And that's how you get Jerry Jones on board. After I let it marinate for a little bit yesterday, I thought, you know, yeah, Jerry Jones doesn't want another team in his market, but he probably wouldn't mind another team in his stadium. That's 20 <laughs> NFL games per year. And you're the landlord. You're Stan Kroenke. You got all your own team's games, plus all the games of the B team. And if Jerry Jones is worried about some other team in Dallas, come on, he can make a ton of money off of this. And I think it makes sense, Dan, as the NFL tries to increase inventory, they're not going to go any more than 18 games. I think eventually we're going to see 18. The only way you increase inventory beyond that, increase the number of teams. And the easiest places to put expansion teams are in the markets that are big enough for two teams and that already have a stadium. Dallas, Chicago are the two that I would watch. And whether Jerry Jones likes it or not, I mean, think of the money he could make from having that second team. And I think that goes a long way toward getting, to, getting him to agree to it at the appropriate time if we ever get there. Yeah, I, I, I understand the logic to that. And I agree. If I'm Jerry Jones, I just do what Stan Kroenke did in Los Angeles and say, I'm going to build this, build this masterpiece. And you come in here and you pay, help pay for this masterpiece. Clippers were doing that with the, you know, with the Lakers in Los Angeles. We see that. You could see Chicago maybe doing that, reaching out and saying, but does the NFL want 
two teams in those markets or would they rather expand to other places where they they don't have a foothold yet? Makes more sense to take advantage of state of the art stadiums that you already have. And they're talking about building a venue in Chicago outside of town. One of the ways you pay for that is having two teams play there instead of one. Dan, I remember before the NFL went back to L.A., Al Michaels said, if the NFL goes back, it's going back with two teams. And he was right. Yeah. London is a market we have to continue to watch. They have two NFL ready stadiums there. Wembley. Tottenham Hotspur. They use them every year for the smattering of games. If the NFL ever puts one team in London, I think the NFL is putting two teams in London. And this is a long-term play. But I can see 32 becoming 34, becoming 36, becoming 38. I think the hard cap is 40. The quarterback play is going to be an issue. And every time we think there's more than enough good quarterbacks to go around, we find out, like this year, that there isn't. But, But I think that the gambling legalization as that spreads as the money keeps getting bigger and bigger we're, we're going to see the talk i think in the next five years the talk of expanding the league is really going to take root yeah um and i agree with you i i understand the logic behind that uh i i'd be remiss if and wouldn't be a journalist if i didn't bring up the deshaun watson situation where this trial might not be heard until after this next season? Is that, is that a fair time frame for this, or do you see something that's a little more expedited? Absolutely. I believe these cases go to trial after the upcoming season. Okay. And you've got 22 of them. And, Dan, they're not going to be tried all at once with 22 plaintiffs going on the witness stand and saying what Deshaun Watson did according to their allegations. If you're, if you're Deshaun Watson, you want to isolate these. You want to do these one at a time. Well, good luck getting 22 cases done in one offseason. Good luck with that. I mean, this may not be done until 24, unless he settles. And I'm on record as saying from the day the Browns traded for him, he should have settled the cases. Do it for the Browns. Do it for the fans. The fans got enough to worry about than when these cases are going to get resolved what the blowback's going to be. Is he going to be suspended now? Is he going to be suspended later? Are they going to suspend him now and then maybe leave the door open to suspend him later based upon the outcomes of these lawsuits? This is just a distraction that you shouldn't want as a team or as a fan base, no matter how good the player is. The one thing you can say a lot about Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, but he had it right last year. He wasn't trading for Watson unless all 22 cases were settled. 18 were ready to settle. Watson decided not to do it. I think he would admit now he probably should have knocked out the 18 while he could and focus on the remaining four. Is this the first time we've spoken to you since Paulie lost his bet that uh, he thought that we'd have a quarterback taken in the first 13 picks? No, yeah, I didn't know that there was such a bet. Was there a pie in the face? Yeah. And then uh, you also, you're losing your bet with Tom Brady, right? I've just, yeah, yeah. Well, Seton intervened with the arbitrator's decision that, mm. that it's not over until week one. Okay. You think there's that, a chance Tom Brady still is the quarterback for the 49 No, no. <laughs> I'm just buying, I, I was given the opportunity. Remember, I could pick the pie if I go ahead and accept the medicine now, but if it's week one, it's got to be lemon meringue, which apparently is Burn. the equivalent of putting your face into a vat of boiling ass. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Paulie. All right, I'll throw out a new bet for the room. This week one starter for the 49ers at quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh. Oh, I wouldn't rule that out. 
Would you rule it in? Yeah. Hell yes. It seems like it's a wild card. We don't know what they think of Trey Lance. That's the one thing we don't know. And that's why I think there's a chance it will be a run. Oh, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if he's the starter. They just want, you know, there's no market for Garoppolo. I think they overplayed their hand. I think they were getting, they were asking for two second round picks instead of just saying, see it, Jimmy. Uh, Well, he went and got shoulder surgery without telling him. John Lynch recently said that that pulled the plug abruptly on any trade talks when Garoppolo goes off campus to get shoulder surgery. Look, Garoppolo in his own way is making it known he doesn't want to be there. And the worst case scenario for him is to get to a week before the start of the season and they say, you're going to make $25 million this year. It becomes fully guaranteed as of week one. Trey Lance is our starter. You either take $10 million or we're going to cut you and good luck finding a job a week before the start of the season. Any storylines to keep an eye on here for the audience? I mean, the Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo stuff is really top of the stack. Keep an eye on what happens moving forward because there's just so much drama baked into it. What's Seattle going to do at quarterback? And do you think I, Geno Smith is going to be? The I was starting? just going to say that Geno Smith right now is the number one guy on the depth <laughs> chart in Seattle. Ouch. And and Dan, I think in a weird sort of way. And I think the Seahawks are going to be better this year than we expect. I think Pete Carroll is pissed, and I think he's determined to make this team into a winner without Russell Wilson. And Geno Smith played pretty well last year when he got thrust into service. Remember, they were chanting his name on the Thursday night game against the Rams. He lost by three to the Steelers, lost by three to the Saints, beat the Jaguars, blew them out. He was 20 or 24, and then all of a sudden, Russell Wilson's good to go again after Geno Smith goes 20 for 24. I think Pete Carroll is is enamored with the idea of showing the world run game, defense, and Geno Smith is good enough to win. Mm, Man. If I'm going to get back at Russell Wilson, I think I have a little better ammo than Geno Smith. <laughs> Just saying. So welcome him back to team. Hey, Thursday night, the schedule comes out. One of those games is Denver at Seattle. Yeah. That is going to be a hell of a night when that happens. I'm predicting week four, maybe Sunday night football, we see Denver at Seattle, just like Tommy going back to New England last year. That will be a hell of a night. And our Christmas lineup, is that already uh, set, the uh, game? Or wasn't that leaked? The, the Well, it wasn't leaked. What they're doing is they're announcing every day one of the networks is oh, announcing okay. one of their games. Today, okay. CBS announced they've got Broncos-Rams in that 4.30 p.m. Eastern slot on Christmas. There's going to be three games on Christmas Day, Fox at 1, then CBS, and then an NBC game that night. But, Dan, I got an idea for the NFL. I haven't written this yet. I talked about this earlier. Instead of dropping all 18 weeks on Thursday night, and with these little piecemeal, here's a game here, here's a game there, why not take over the whole week and do the first four weeks of the season Monday, the next four weeks Tuesday, the next four weeks Wednesday, and then the final six weeks Thursday, instead of dropping it all at once, really piss off baseball, basketball, and hockey, and commandeer the whole week? (laughs) What if you did 18 days with 18 weeks? You could, I, I could sign on for that. I think at a, little, at a certain point it gets a little old. I say take a week. Just take a week. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I, I bet it's moving in that direction. You see their understanding there's benefit in, in a game here, a game there. 
instead of all 272 getting announced at once. Yeah, I, I think it gets watered down where you're going, wait, week what? And you're trying to you know keep an eye on what's going on. And a lot of times when we look at the schedule release, it's how many road games in a row? How do we end our season? Toughest games are going to be bye week after the bye week. You know, the strategy behind that, it's not just, you know, here's the schedule. It's oh my gosh, we got back-to-back conference games or we go West Coast, then back East, then we go West Coast again. Those are the the tricky elements that I always keep an eye on. Mike, it's always great to talk to you. Good luck with uh, the book. I know it's doing well. It's Playmakers. It's available wherever books are sold. And thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me, pal. That's Mike Florio. We'll take a break. Phone calls coming up next. Reggie Miller a little bit later on. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. There's so many things to love about Simply Safe. They have break in protection. I don't know how many home security systems have that, but outside forces trying to get in to steal what's yours. And Simply Safe told me about a customer named Terry away for the weekend, her daughter's wedding, morning of the wedding. Got a call from Simply Safe's 24 7 professional monitoring center. They let her know her system had detected water in the basement. It's moments like this, time is critical. And even an inch of flooding can cost more than $25,000 in damage. Damages. Simply Safe detected the water just moments after the leaking had started. After talking to Simply Safe, Terry called her neighbors, quickly turned the water off to her home before the flooding got bad. Simply Safe is there for you. Plans cost just under a dollar a day. No contracts, no hidden fees. They're looking out for you. Customize the perfect system for your home in a couple of minutes at simplysafedan.com. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off interactive monitoring. Simplysafedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Since we weren't here yesterday, we'll give you an opportunity to give us best and worst of the weekend. Go around the room with the Danettes as well. Seton, I forgot what the poll question was, but can you update it for us? Yeah, Ken, we actually have a couple going right now. Okay. Um, we went with, uh, would you rather work inside or outside? <laughs> we also went with, would you rather, we have two options, okay? Option A, win MVP and get criticized by the team that got bounced from the playoffs early. Yeah. Or option B, still be in the playoffs and finish second in the MVP vote. It feels like Joel Embiid is going to get more publicity not winning the MVP. Then uh, and, and the Joker is going to get a lot of criticism because if Embiid plays well, if they happen to turn this series around and beat the Miami Heat, I think Miami is favored by three tonight against the 76ers. But, you know, the Joker is not going to win it next year because the voters are going to go, yeah, well, they bowed out. You know, he's got his two like Giannis. You could have given it to Giannis this year. But, hey, here's another story that you want to tell. You know, a lot of people thought Luca. I just didn't think his team was going to be good enough. But if if we're looking at the Joker and giving him the MVP for a sixth place team, why am I not doing it for Luca? And does it just come down to the guy who's doing more with less and has great stats? Because that's what the Joker did. And if that's the case, Luca did the same with the Dallas Mavericks. They didn't have injuries, but. They don't have a lot. I mean, that's not a talented team. They play well, but uh, if you look at Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, those aren't great second options or third options. They're third options, not second options. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. The over-under for uh, Joel Embiid tonight. 
25 and a half, uh, half according to DraftKings. James Harden, in case you're wondering, over under tonight. Saucy? 20 and a half. 20 and a half. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I'm emphasizing the half. <laughs> half. <laughs> Maybe it's just I have shortness of breath. Half. Harden had 31 in his last game against the Heat. He's averaging 19.8 points this postseason. Anybody going over James Harden, 20 and a half. Todd? Yeah, I could see that. Okay, you could see it. Okay. I see him getting 23. 23. Marv? Yeah, I'm going with 25. 25 for James Harden. I'm going to go 19. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 19 over under. You guys should bet. Yeah. What would we bet? Loser has to work outside tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, oh, you have. I, I'm working outside. Dang. I'm the loser working outside today. But uh, no, we're all winners here today because we're all here together. And that's really what matters. Todd, best and worst of the weekend. My best you just referred to moments ago. James Harden stepping up on Sunday, 31 points in Philly to lead the Sixers past the Heat to even the series of two. Worst, Grizzlies defense in game three at the Warriors, giving up 142 points in a game that, mind you, had no overtime periods involved. All right, Seton O'Connor, best and worst. My best of the weekend, Dan, because I know you love love. Dustin Johnson and Paulina Gretzky got married. Oh. Yay. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really, nice. it's just really sweet. They they dated a long time. Mm-hmm. A couple of kids together. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, now it's official. Well, okay. My worst of the weekend. This is a story that's really been troubling me all morning. Brazilian defender Marcelo was dropped from the Lyon first team due to continuous farting and laughing in the dressing room, sources have told ESPN. 34-year-old was expelled from the senior squad following Lyon's 3-0 defeat at the hands of Angers. <laughs> Farting? We're not allowed to fart in locker rooms anymore? That, that dude would get promoted around here. Yeah. Yeah, Paulie. Is that the reason they told him? I think it seems like a, a violation, HR violation. You well, know. he was laughing and like, I mean, they had just gotten blown out, right? They just got absolutely destroyed. Oh, blown, oh, blown out. out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Todd. That guy's a gas. You got to have him around the uh, locker room. There. Come on. Uh, you need somebody like that. Yeah, right. Anything else, Seaton? No, nah, that just really okay. appealed to me. My, you know, five-year-old nature. Um, Marv? Our Formula One race this weekend, best of the weekend. Oh, I don't know who won or who, who was even in it. <laughs> I just saw Brady, Jordan, and LeBron all in the same place for Formula One. This, this now has become a big deal. You have the Netflix uh, TV. If you look at a sport that, I'm not going to say it turned around. It's just, it opened our eyes up to it. Uh, I mean, this is... Formula One has been around a long, 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 long time. And it's almost like the Premier League. It had been around a long time. 20 years ago, Fox had uh, the Premier League. Uh, NBC took it over. And then we were in on the stories, the coverage. It was a big deal. That feels like that's what Formula One, it's taken decades to become an overnight sensation. Now it's the new thing. Like ESPN's all in on Formula One. Nobody cared about Formula One highlights. Having done SportsCenter back in the mid-90s, you would not have anything to do with Formula One unless somebody had an accident. Now, these guys are stars. Big deal. And you could bait. What's the show on Netflix, Paulie? 
Drive to Survive. Oh, okay. Thank you, Todd. Welcome. Yeah, that's a big deal because you, if you watch the race, not necessarily exciting. You know, NASCAR where they're, you know, bumping into each other, trading paint. It, I mean, it is fast. It's loud. The beautiful scenery, beautiful people. It's, it's a lifestyle that, uh, you know, they're, they're selling you with Formula One. But, you know, what Hamilton has done, you know, you know, they had the picture of the goats. They had Beckham, Jordan, Brady, and Lewis Hamilton. Uh, but, no, it's fun. It's, it's unique. Uh, having these uh, courses in downtown Miami or downtown Las Vegas, you know, it's a, a sport that's on the rise. And I think you can go back to that TV show on Netflix, and that played a large role in this. Marv, uh, worst of the weekend? Actually, I have a second best. I oh. watch uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, the rise and fall of Abercrombie and Fitch, called White Hot on Netflix. I don't know why. It was really good. It's really good. <laughs> okay. All right. I, it, so the, the clothing manufacturer? Yes. Oh, okay. Their rise and their fall. Okay. That, that probably would lead to the title of it. Reggie Miller is going to join us coming up. Final hour. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.